Why, hello once again, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Random Randy. Glad to have you. And in today's installment, we're going to take a look, another look at uh, this gentleman's video, uh, a different video this time, actually. We're going way back into his archive, something like uh, three years. So we're going to take a look at it's called uh, Escape from the Flat Earth. Hopefully this doesn't get pulled off of YouTube. Lots of flat earth stuff's getting flagged on YouTube lately. I, I think the shape argument is silly, but there's a lot of information, again, that this gentleman has embedded in his work uh, that seems pretty legit, pretty interesting. At a, at a minimum, it's very interesting. Now, something I'll point out is we live in a world of stories. Sometimes I feel and I think that the place that we're living in the purpose of this place is to be able to extend to humanity, the universe, however, uh, all of these stories that are, are essentially mused, right, from the, the ether or from the Akashic record, um, you know, something that we many of us consider outside of us, right? Um, some really key examples of some Diving into the Akashic Record might be if you happen to be into anime, you might see lots of references to the Akashic Record, to different stories, stories about Solomon, different magicians. I mean, it's it's embedded everywhere, guys. Like you can't look at what we call like mainstream uh, entertainment without finding all of these codes embedded within everything. Um, so what do they mean? seems like that's the challenge of this place put it all together figure it all out and there are some pieces uh, that i find that this gentleman has got uh very interesting takes on so we're going to start in this one is uh, escape from flat earth he goes into wizard of oz some of the iconography there <clears throat> i think in this one he also looks at uh, uh walt disney's map of disneyland comparing it to where we possibly are on the larger earth so it's a, it's good stuff, man. It's fun. It's fun to look at. I enjoy looking at the symbolism. And, uh, you know, after some of the responses that we've had uh, over the last week from the last video, I just want to kind of take the time to go through these uh, kind of in detail, possibly, you know, help you to gain a slightly different perspective or to possibly see that there is much information embedded in code all around us at all times. This place that we're taking part in, everybody, is just, many of you may not like it, but it's very different. It's a very interesting, very intriguing place if you give it the time to be. So we're going to dive right into this here. And uh, let me get it pulled up just a second. All right, so there's the page of the video. And of course, they've got the nice warning there. Uh, and then again, this is the gentleman's page. God give Lam's stay. Possibly not the best pronunciation of his name, but that's fine. Props to him nonetheless. He's got a new video out too that we'll probably dig into uh, maybe right after this. But uh, I'm enjoying going through these. <clears throat> and again, you know, some of this stuff uh, can be quite triggering to many people. So if, uh, you know, you're easily triggered, uh, you might want to just, uh, you know, relax before you key into some of this this information especially when it comes to feeling imprisoned or trapped right um that's the biggest trigger for most people when it comes to the shape of the earth so let's be honest there anyway let's move right on in here yeah. Yeah. 
And we do live, indeed, in the upside-down world, right? So again, everything twisted for the sake of the story, right? All right. But I do like that he demonstrates that there's some fantasy within reality and some reality within fantasy. My favorite crater. Okay. So this is the crater that he believes uh, that we are embedded in. Okay. And you'll see some shapes throughout this uh, that are thought provoking. Now let's take the magical map of Oz and turn it. Something interesting to note about this map of Oz. What else do we have that looks very similar to this? We have uh, old world maps from the 1500s and before showing Hyperborea or the North Pole in a similar setup with the four rivers coming out of the center. Uh, and then, you know, the uh, Mount Meru in the middle, which is going to be where the Emerald City is here. So, uh, again, correspondence with with mythology, with, you know, different uh, different stories that we've had. So keep that in mind. Uh, and when you start to realize that everything is everything else. Right. Just like you are a micro universe living in the macro universe. Right. You start to see these things. You start to understand them. Um, then these triggering moments become less offensive. So. Eastwards. That is because all Mapai Mundi are directed at the east. Now let's put those two maps next to each other and what you immediately see is this strange form in the center of the map. Now let's rebuild the Oz map on the crater map. Let's take my favorite map, the 1250 Hereford map, found under a wooden floor hidden by monks. Why would that be? <laughs> Let's compare that with another map of the Wizard of Oz. And there you see the snake forked form, the Red Sea. So let's take a look at Google Maps and one of the most magical five kilometers I've ever seen. Take a look. Let's have another look at the Hereford map in the center. You see Jerusalem. Something I'm going to point out briefly when you're looking, if any of you live in the United States and you have a local park that you go to or you have a uh, uh, just a a recreational area set up in your town the odds are that you're going to find a logo looking very similar to the structure of jerusalem here all right that's going to be the rotary club they've been around since the uh, late 1800s they are a community-based organization uh, like many others out there essentially it's just part of the mechanism that operates this place that we live in um so that struck to that spoke to me immediately. I'm like, oh, the Rotary Club is there. Okay, so these are the same people. You know what I mean? These are the same. And, and when I say people, you, you've got to realize each and every one of us enjoying our life today. Uh, 
are not exactly what I'm talking about when I say people. Uh, it might be on a macro scale where a larger mind possibly, uh, you know, encompasses all of the thoughts and actions of uh, of many what we would look at as people on a daily basis, right? The ones running things, the bureaucrats, et cetera. Um, just like you and I are, are driven forward by our intuition and by our uh, motivation, um, I go so far as to say that motivations and intuition uh, can be a sort of a programming that's passed down from what we can call a larger mind. Um, so if that's too weird for you, you know, maybe you don't want to go down this dive for me, but it, it really makes sense to me uh, that these things are all embedded within themselves and within each other. And, uh, and everything is everything else. It's always an, and then, so keep that in mind, uh, try to stay away from the either or, uh, well, if it's this, then it must not be this. If it's that, then it must not be this, right? That mindset is very limiting. So, um, so let's zoom in on the Wizard of Oz map and there you see Emerald City. So Emerald City stands for Jerusalem. Where did we see that before? Mm -hmm. Exactly, in the center. Okay, so this is your Disney World map. And uh, we're going to get into some of that Disney stuff here a little bit later. Of the Disney World. Disneyland, this new land, Disney World, this new world. Again, everything embedded within everything else over and over again, infinitely. So now it's getting interesting. Jerusalem is Emerald City. But how do I start for Emerald City? It's always best to start at the beginning. And all you do is follow the yellow brick road. Just follow the yellow brick road. So this whole story of the Wizard of Oz is about how to get to Emerald City. Of course, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Build custom industrial machines in days. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's always lovely when we have an advertisement. I don't think we had one on the last go round, but that's okay. Follow the yellow brick road. 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 Stop! Take a look at this form here. Or from another angle. Hmm. And compare it with this. So the only way would be is to go to Cape Horn and cross the waters to the Antarctica. You have a difficult road with high waves and strong winds to Drake Passage or you have the easy way. Let's follow this road. On the left you see the Falkland Islands. Follow the road, there it makes a curvature and the islands are like bricks in the road 
and the last island is called Thula. Keep following the road. You know, if you ask me, let's go back and take a look. Uh, I don't know if anybody out there is into kind of the meltology and uh, larger species being the fossils that we're living on top of, but this looks very serpentine to me, complete with teeth, right? It's possible, everybody. There's so much going on that, that we're just having to figure out on our own, and that's that's really what's so beautiful about this place. Very serpentine sort of skull there. Keep following the road. One of the islands is called Deception Island. <laughs> and at the end of the road, you have some bases for science, of course, yeah, not military. Uh, so is this the yellow brick road? I think it is. Start with a curvature and go to Antarctica. That's the way to escape flat earth. <laughs> this is the cool part right here, getting into that. The once great city of Snake Plissken. The one maximum security prison for the entire country. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. Something to note is, look at this map. They've got it right in the center, right? Right in the center of this uh, graph here. So uh, it's the things that are being said without being said to us. You know, um, is it a possibility? Sure. Is it guaranteed? Absolutely not. But that's part of the fun of of enjoying these concepts. And, uh, you know, and, and to be triggered when you see, wow, that, so if that's a prison, is is where we are a prison? Well, are, are you making it your own prison? Are you listening to the programming that's been fed into your subconscious your entire life? Like the Creed song, I've created my own prison, so therefore you have in your own mind. These are some of the things that take place inside of us <laughs> that we aren't really aware of until we become aware. And then it's like, wow, now I've got to undo all of this programming or reshape it to suit my needs and wants and and love of life it completely surrounds manhattan island all bridges and waterways are mined the united states police force like an army is encamped around the island <laughs> there are no guards inside the prison only prisoners and the worlds they have made the rules are simple that part vibes with me there are only prisoners in the worlds they've made. Okay. So this goes to, all right, we are often pushed in a direction to believe or understand that these elite are, are running something. Okay. That they're running something. Um, seems to me that the only thing that's being run by these, these, uh, you know, madmen uh, at the quote helm, some people call them, uh, is, is the media monster. That's it. You, you when you take that away, suddenly life changes, right? When you take away that influence, that external programming, when you recognize it even, when you recognize that you are being programmed, then you can actually stop, look at the words of something 
listen to it and not take it personally. Or you can armor yourself by letting your your mind know this is not something for me. This is just an enjoyable ditty, right? Once you go in, you don't come out. Kind of makes you wonder why. Why do they make all these movies? This is how they want you to feel about the world. There's that 19 again, 69th Street Bridge. So we are all enclosed in a prison camp. Oh, how nice. Trigger alert, right? Trigger alert for everybody out there. Um, so again, what have you done in your life to, to create freedom for yourself? I think should be the question at this point. Um, you know, I definitely had to look at myself and think about all that stuff after watching all of these videos. Like, all right, well, what am I doing to make myself feel enclosed, encapsulated, removed from love and light and dignity and intelligence and all these things? All right, well, maybe I should refrain or change what I'm doing, right? And Snake is escaping through the 69th Street Bridge. Well, making videos is very boring, but sometimes it's like striking gold. You think, I got it. Well, the moment I heard 69th Street Bridge, I knew I was onto something. Let's take the Antarctica map. 69th Street Bridge. Let's take 69 degrees. You follow the yellow brick road and it brings you to the 69th degree. <laughs> so what I think has happened here is, uh, you know, possibly this Google map is, is not what it's supposed to be or this previous time okay uh is going to be what the homage of all these movies are are you know in homage for right uh so possibly the last version that that whatever happened was completed all right in the bible they call it the rapture uh you know so there's always this this thing uh dude listen you've got uh lord of the rings right um, you, you have the, the elves like leave and they go to the West, right through the summer gate or something, right. Which is also part of this Antarctica mythos. Um, and you know, the ice wall and everything else. So I think that it's a possibility that what we're looking at is in another timeline, there was a road, a physical road that you had to find. Now, do I think that that's the case today? No, I think that the game has been changed. I think that we are to lead ourselves out from within. And it sounds crazy and weird and like silly until you begin to take the initiative to do that in your own life. Um, and, you know, uh, for a long time, I was like so busy trying to make sure that I had to let as many people know about what was going on in my mind as possible. That's the ego telling me that I'm right and everyone else is wrong and that sort of thing. But then the more I started to sit back and look, the more I realized that every single story that I see here, take in, 
is valid. Uh, it, it adds to my perspective and my perspective is valuable, just like all of your perspectives out there are valuable. Okay. And uh, so it's just, you know, it makes me wonder, you see the volume of this man's videos that he's got, uh, how long did it take to put all this together? And was it genuinely what we see as one man, or is there a possibility that we are all indeed connected and we are all having access to shared information that as it becomes developed and divulged, it becomes available for us on mass to access through ourselves, not through the technology that we see in play here. What happens when they cross the bridge? Hmm. 19, that Illuminati nod, right? You climb some ice and then you climb on the wall. Hmm. <laughs> Station 19? What a strange nine. <laughs> uh, that was as far as I got. So interesting, I thought, right? Well, why don't I look at the sequel, Escape from LA? So when I saw the intro, I was almost falling off my chair. What mm. the hell? Well, Remember my theory. I've told you that in 1250 there was a big tsunami hitting crater Earth, forming the continents like we know them. Remember that, 1250. In the late 20th century, hostile forces inside the United States grow strong. The city of Los Angeles is ravaged by crime and immorality. To protect and defend its citizens, the United States hmm, police forces the eagle. formed. Eagle of the Roman Empire, a exactly. presidential candidate predicts a millennium earthquake will destroy L.A. in divine retribution. Like the mighty fist of God, Armageddon will descend upon the city of Los Angeles, the city of Sin, the city of Gomorrah, the city of Sodom, and waters will arise and separate this sinful, sinful city from... Cue the mud flood, right? An earthquake measuring 9.6 on the Richter scale Opposite of 6.9, right? 59 p.m. Hmm. August 23rd in the year 2000. Hmm. I think maybe After he's on the something here. The Constitution is amended and the newly elected president accepts a lifetime term of office. The country's capital is relocated from Washington, D.C. to the president's hometown of Lynchburg, Virginia. Los Angeles Island is declared no longer part of the United States and becomes the deportation point for all people found undesirable or unfit to live in the new moral America. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped along the shoreline, making any escape. So 
here's the question is this place that we're taking part in isolated for a purpose okay and is that purpose something to do with morality? And I think that this is a question that a lot of people might struggle with or, or a question that's valid to many people. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's definitely that that idea is definitely embedded within the spiritual teachings, uh, karma, etc. But um, let's look at let's look at what some people might consider a new new age way of thinking, right? That this is simply an experience, simply a some people call it a game, the game of life, right? And it's it's possible that that's why, you know, things are thrown in our faces, like the commercial for the game of life all the, the time growing up, things like that, right? So is that possible? Uh, and, and is it possible that the experience would be essentially worthless if we knew uh, that we were playing, right? The world is a stage, right? So just a thought from LA impossible. From the southeastern hills of Orange County to the northwestern shore of Malibu, the Great Wall excludes LA from the mainland. The president's first act as permanent commander in chief is Directive 17. Once an American loses his or her citizenship, they are deported to this island of the damned. Directive 17, 17 being Q. And they never come back. Let's take a look again at the dates. Hits at 12.59 p.m. August 23rd in the year 2000. 12.59 p.m. Let's make that 12.59 A.D. So the 23rd of August, 12.59 A.D. A big tsunami hit Crater Earth. Well, I'm getting closer. But where are the control masters? Well, let me show you a map I already showed you in another video. Three guys are working on a map. Three guys of the Walt Disney Studio. Look at the map. It is our crater map. Let's put Sulpicius Gallus M on it. Now take a look at these two lines. If the Wizard of Oz map is the same map as Sulpicius Gallus M, then we can zoom in and there we find the same two lines. A tunnel and a route of the magic carpet, which I think is a high-speed monorail train. <laughs> but so all of you conspiracy theorists out there in... Uh... You know, in Wonderland here, uh, you all probably are very aware that there's a possibility that there's underground military bases and high-speed maglev trains and, and everything else. Of course, all of that is framed within the <clears throat> Anunnaki alien narrative, right? Because, listen, that's the new story. That's, that's the story we're all playing in. This photo is telling us another story. Look at this structure. underground domain of the gnome king well 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 there appears to be an underground base let's listen to our great european leader mr Juncker. 
faut savoir que ceux qui nous observent de loin sont inquiets. J'ai vu euh, et entendu et écouté plusieurs des dirigeants euh, d'autres planètes qui sont très inquiets parce qu'ils s'interrogent sur la voie que l'Union européenne va euh, euh, poursuivre. Et donc il faut rassurer et les Européens et ceux qui nous observent de euh, plus euh, loin. Hmm. So, what about the name Snake Plissken? Snake, that's an easy one. Plissken, in my view, is about the ISS, a reference to ISIS. So, that is the Osiris cult. Let's have a look at Snake Plissken. He is limping and he has an eye patch. I think that is a reference to Odin. <laughs> Odin sacrifices himself to gain wisdom. For that he gives an eye to the giant Mimir. For the same purpose he wounds himself with his spear, Gungnir. And he hangs himself on the tree of life, Yggdrasil where he learns the art of runes. So Snake is limping because of this spear wound. So is the art of runes the art of stories, the art of tales? Here you see a picture of a Freemason ritual and the rope stands for hanging in the tree of life Yggdrasil. One leg refers to the limping and the blindfold is a reference to the one-eyed Odin. Here another reference to the one-eyed Odin, Valkyrie, Valhalla, Odin. Let me show you some pictures of House Atlantis in Bremen, built in 1931 by some German Nazi occultists. On the frontage of the building was hanging a giant sculpture of Odin on the tree of life. Pierced by a spear, he was studying the runes. Let's have a look at the mission of Snake. Go inside the prison, save the president, but at the end Snake is betrayed. Let's take the Jesus Christ mission. Go to Earth, save humanity, but at the end Jesus is betrayed. That is the Jesus cult. So we have the three cults, the Osiris cult, Odin cult and the Jesus cult. All united in one person, Snake Plissken. All have the same origin in my view. So you have Jesus on the cross, Odin. I'm sure there are a lot of folks out there that this doesn't sit well with. Listen, I grew up in a, in a dogmatic time and place in the world also. So I completely understand uh, that that in itself is one of the hardest things to accept that 
the symbolism can hold so many different layers of meaning and just different information sets within the same what we look at as a person so you know i understand that being triggering for most but if you're being honest with yourself and you're looking at the evidence uh just the concepts that are presented um through astro theology and and through you know uh occult uh learnings and things like this um it, it doesn't become so far, it becomes quite easier to deal with um not so far-fetched especially when you looked at so many different tales uh, explored so many different artful runes right uh that you're able to see a bigger picture not everybody can see that yet and and you know a lot of folks think that um because they can't see it yet uh they'll never see it i don't think that's the case i think we're all here to wake up we're all here to get it together to breathe love into our lives and uh and then we leave and and, and then that's it it's it's really simple it's really beautiful uh, but we've been spun so many lies and different ways of thinking that make us feel imprisoned and alone that, um, you know, I think that work like this is is relatively important to show people the different demonstrations of uh, of the symbolism of these stories being played out one on top of each other throughout time. On the tree of life, remember in a previous video, I told you that the Vikings imported Christianity Another thing I noticed when I looked at the picture of Odin on the Tree of Life, he has a very strange head. It's like he has ears. That reminded me that there are some strange images of Moses with ears. So I was thinking, are we talking the same story here? Odin spying on the runes, like an ordinary thief? Or Moses receiving the runes from God, because he is the chosen one? That's a totally different story of course, from bad guy to good guy. secret code to our brain being stories right it's how we are all influenced how we've come to understand ourselves at this particular point in time is through all of the stories all of the things that we've been told by many many others with what we look at as many different okay, prerogatives that's it for today thanks for watching that opens a lot of new questions. A lot of questions. Are we on a prison continent? Right. See what I mean about Who the tr trigger. You gotta, you gotta go back to. Why are they leaving links? The triggering stuff. To right? find the truth. That is the question. Why are they leaving links? If we were indeed a part of a giant prison, and all hope was lost, why would all of this be unfolding for us? And and such a fantastic beautiful fashion um and you know i'm going to be getting into some lyrical information uh, here at some point because i can't help but find it everywhere i look um everything coming out recently has shifted kind of shifted polarity towards a different feeling and uh so we're going to get into that at some point uh there's so much of it 
like <laughs> everything I've ever listened to growing up, moving through life uh, is so profound and, and is ringing so differently because of all of the subtle truths that the symbolism has been showing me uh, that I can't wait to share that with everybody. Very strange. So let's see what is happening and uh, see you on my next video. All right. Thanks so we're going to wrap this Bye. one up. We're going to wrap this one up. Let's look at this moon day. Right. And the figure eight wobble that we have. Imagine if 30 days for us is actually only one day on the macro scale. That would make sense as to why it takes so long to manifest things sometimes and why we get so impatient and why a good habit takes three months to install, right? The equivalent of three days. So anyway, well, I hope you guys like that uh, kind of run through there. Um, there's so many more. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to pulling quite a few of those out and just really kind of leaning into the symbolism of everything. And, uh, you know, it, it, it does help if you've got some background uh, if you've possibly looked into like Manly P. Hall's Secret Teachings of the Ages, that's a must read when you start to read through all of the different schools of thought and realizing that these are all the same thing. So is it possible that within our story, what we have is the residue of every story that's ever been before and after us? Um, and, and that's the tricky part when you start to look into this. And he deals a lot, you know, in, in this gentleman's videos with time. Right. And the mechanism uh, of time being used to spin stories uh, or like you saw Odin spinning the runes. Right. So. You know, we'll, we'll get into like Greek mythology at some point. Also, I've been looking into some stuff on that having to do with um, the concept of the Anunnaki coming from deep Greek mythology of the God of necessity. OK, so what that means is that and this is not a popular opinion, it means that the woes in the world that we see happening, these are just stories. These are just stories that are yet to be explored, possibly because many of the stories are less than desirable, right, from a certain perspective. Now, I've had uh, experiences in my life that were freaking far less than desirable, but now that I'm not letting that define me, my perspective has changed. My ability to see beauty and beauty in, in the transient and insignificant aspects of life uh, never would have come to be what it is today if I hadn't been through those less than desirable moments, right? And, and I think that a lot of you out there can relate to that. Um, if you can relate to that, by all means, please send me a, 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 you know, a note uh, regarding that. It's always helpful to hear that there are others out there in the macro on the outside of me in this mirror machine, right? That, that share, uh, you know, a heartfelt sentiment with me. So yes, if you have had a, those less than desirable experiences that have shaped your life and turned you into a beautiful knowing seeker uh, of joy and passion and love and all of these things that come once you get out of your own way, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, unfortunately for us to get out of our own way, we have to stop thinking like prisoners, right? We've got to start thinking like voyagers. We've got to start thinking 
think as though you are simply a transient, that you're just here for a bit, right? It makes it so beautiful to explore the, the doldrum ridiculousness of this world, to see it through the eyes of somebody who knows that this isn't forever and that this isn't all there is. And so whatever it takes for you to get to that point where you can feel that way, dude, I'm an advocate for it. For me, it's been a lot, a lot of different stuff, um, a lot of different information I've looked into, uh, mythology, you know, modern uh modern storytelling so we'll say that's like you know anime and different things you might see on tv or different books you might read i find it interesting that in the 1800s we have like just a wholesale dumping of information in written format given to the masses right to shape a mindset okay so what that tells me is that the mindset of the people that were peopling the earth at that time was relatively benign and relatively lacking substance uh and, and you know that can tie into the artemis cult and all this other stuff listen this guy's got some stuff on many topics i've kind of touched on throughout the couple years uh things i've got videos on uh, artemis and the the bee cult uh, is it possible that the cabbage patch kids is a retelling of a true story where we had a society created essentially from scratch all of that sort of thing so you might be asking yourself how does all this tie into like the old world and all this it does every every single thing everybody is embedded in a fractal nature within everything else um, and therefore within you right so all you've got to do is think about it really ponder it really wonder and and you'll start to gain some clarity on some of these things now um i'm finally getting away from having to preface everything that that has any kind of religious iconography uh you know to those sensitive souls out there. But at this point, you know, I've gotten to where I know that I'm getting through to those who are ready to seriously consider some of the information here and, and consider that, that perhaps there is this underlying incredible beauty all around us. And these stories, these runes, these stories that are spun, these are not to our detriment unless we allow them to be. Right. So keep that in mind. Much love to everybody out there. We're going to wrap this one up and I can get it out to everybody. And uh, yeah, you know, um, much love to you out there. Let me know, uh, you know, you folks over there on the podcast, let me know what you think of the new, uh, the new art. I had to pull up a new art and I, I like some of the symbols that are in the new stuff. Uh, so let me know what you think about that. Um, you know, I do like the fire ratio, the golden spiral that I had previous, but uh you know, I was dealing with Apple, man. I finally got my stuff thrown up onto Apple. So it's amazing. I can't believe it. It's finally happened. It's been a year and a half. I've been trying to do that. I had to jump through a bunch of hoops to get all that done, but uh, it is done. So now I'm available on, geez, a vast majority of podcatchers, almost all of them. I'll have to go through and see what's made itself available in the last year and, and get put up on those too. Um, because, you know, it seems like, it seems like we're getting to a point, everybody, where where we really are going to want to kind of find our tribe, right? Um, this world is much less like a prison when you're able to share the beauty with others. And that's just real. That's just real. So uh, much love. Share that beauty with everybody out there in your life. And uh, you'll be surprised how much of that comes back to you. So uh, again, or how, however, you know, Whatever symbol means, you know, peace, joy, love, and prosperity to you. Maybe this, I, you know, who knows, right? <laughs> we don't know anymore. It's all everything else also. So uh, anyway, peace.